The following podcast contains spoilers and some rude language. We watch it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Watched a Thing. It's me, Billy. It's him, Dave. How you doing, mate? I'm good. That's I'm bloated and full of Japanese food, but I'm I'm glad to hear that you're good, because I got some very worrying text messages from you last night when you were watching Mean Girls the Musical. It's like, oh, oh, dear. Dave's gone to a dark place. (laughs) I do like to troll you. (laughs) Well, this this is going to be a fun one, because we are talking not one movie, not two movies, We've seen three movies this week. So just three movies. This, this is great. We've got Mean Girls the Musical, The Beekeeper, and Anyone But You. And uh, I'm pretty excited for this one. I think that we should... Sh- what do you think we should do? Should we start with the worst? Should we start with the best? Well, we don't know which is the worst or the best. I mean, you could start with what you think is the worst or the best. Well, as, I, I was- as we know from the Iron Claw, <laughs> sometimes we're not in alignment at all. I was going to say that we should do a countdown and then and then at the same time reveal which one we thought was either worst or best. Okay. Do you want all to right. do worst or best? Let's let's do let's do best. Let's start with the okay. best and leave the worst till last. As is, right. you know. All right. All right, so I'm going to count down from three, and then at the same time we'll say what we think was the best. Do we film say this it on week. one, or do we say it after one? We say it after one. So three, two, one, then we go. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one. The beekeeper. Anyone but you. Oh, Fuck, really? <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, then let's start with Mean Girls, which I guess is in the middle. <laughs> All right. In that case, Mean Girls is a 2024 American musical teen comedy film directed by Samantha Jane and Otero Perez Jr. in their feature directorial debuts from a screenplay by Tina Fey based on the Broadway musical of the same name, which in turn was based on the 2004 comedy film written by Tina Fey, which in turn was based on a book called Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind Wiseman. It stars Andrew Rice, Renee Rapp, Ali Cravalho and Chris Christopher Briney and I have, to, uh, I have to I have to stop you there. Auli Cravalio. Cravalio, okay. I and, checked uh, it on YouTube. <laughs> and I'm not gonna bother asking you what it's about because who in the world has not seen the 2004 film and this is the exact same shit with some shit songs in it. So let's get into it then. Dave, you like I said, you sent some messages last night implying very heavily that you were not enjoying the film. Were those trolling? How did you actually I, I feel like about to, the film? I do like to tease you. Look, you and I are both big fans of Mean Girls, and as you said, it's, this is basically the same film. I mean, it's no Almost wonder it's written by word. Tina Fey, because, yeah, there are whole segments that are the exact same script, and all those- Yet- I don't get it. I don't get it. If you're going to do this- at least, like, at least do it for a modern audience, right? Like, the world has changed yeah. a lot in 20 years. Oh, I think years. we can both agree this thing has no reason for existing. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I was sort of teasing you, but making out that I thought this was possibly the worst thing of the year. Um, <laughs> and it is. This, this film is utter <laughs> dog shit. See, I'm a little more level-headed. I don't think it's the worst of the My biggest problem with this film is what that it's just What have you seen in fine. 2024 that is worse than this? Worse than this, yeah, anyone given but you. The word. 
Don't you dare. <laughs> that two, is two can, not Two true. can play the trolling game. <laughs> no, uh, no, look, here, here's my problem. My biggest problem with this film is that it's just perfectly average. Because the truth is I love the 2004 film. And for the most part, like oh, yeah. you said, this is the exact same script. So f- for a lot of the movie, I'm enjoying it and having a decent time. And then every five to ten minutes, there is a god-awful song. Because none of the songs are good. None of them are catchy. None oh, of them no, no. are well-written. Oh, so bad. They are the worst so songs I've ever seen in anything ever. And they just How take you is, out completely. The thing that surprised me, this was apparently successful on Broadway. As I far don't as understand how. I don't get it. The, I assumed the songs would at least be f- fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda average. Yeah. Like yeah. Disney average. They're way worse These than are that. not even These Disney. These are bad They're, songs. I would rather watch one of the fucking Disney Descendants movies yep. for the yep. music. 100%. These were- songs are forgettable. Shit. There were two songs that I thought were maybe half decent. Every time no. fucking Renee Rapp opened her mouth, I hated it. I am Regina George. Oh, just the worst Jewish. shit. Well, not just shit, just like a, a fog bad horn. song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just I look. I I've got to say, I do have four positives. I, I wonder I if they're Facebook. the same as mine. I wonder if they're four the same. Four positive as mine. things th- where this film. Is as good or better than the original. Yep. Okay, let's hear him because I wonder if at least one of them is the same as mine. One, Andrew Rice is better than Lindsay Lohan. She's very good. She's good. She's I like always her. good. Ever since yep. what was the thing she was a little kid in? Nice guys. The uh, yeah. Shane Black. She's very I've good. And I, I, I actually, She's I really, good. I like the casting of Jenna Fisher as her mum as well because fuck, they look similar. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even recognise Jenna Fisher. It, yeah, I mean, we all aged, but I mean, I haven't seen her in all that much. I didn't even pick her, but no, she was good. Um, but yeah, Andrew Rice. Yep. Um, two, John Hamm, full stop. Doesn't need any more explanation than that. Um, three, I liked Moana. Yeah, I loved her. She, I, I, for I me, mean, she was the Lizzie best thing Kaplan about it. Lizzie Kaplan annoys me. I think oh, she was as good as harsh. Lizzie Kaplan. I'm madly in love with Lizzie Kaplan. I but know I, you are, I, but I am now madly in love with Aoli Cravalho. I, I loved her. I thought she was easily the best thing about this film. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked when I saw her name in the cast. I was like, who the hell is she? Gonna? And oh, my God. Yeah. Surprise casting. Moana she had, is, she yeah. had so much charm. And, she was so um, funny. She was easily oh. the best singer in the film. I loved her. I I don't even remember his name because it's not important. I'm just going to call him African American Daniel Frizzese. Yeah, Damien. Um, literally, close your eyes. It, the internet, everything about this character it's has not changed. It's the same as the original, yeah, which I actually it liked. Is, I was on board with. It, it, it's, if it was less perfect, I would have found it slightly. Yeah. It, almost insulting yes. that he'd obviously aping it. But he is so perfect to the point yeah. where I can close my eyes and not tell what film I was watching. Yeah. I've got to give him props. Um, I agree. For me, they are the best two things about the film is Busy Phillips and Damien. Way better than Amy Poehler and just inspired casting. If you're going to cast yep. someone as Renee Rapp's mum, yep. Busy Phillips is perfect. The flip side, Renee Rapp is no Busy Phillips and I would have rather have a young Busy Phillips from back from 20 years ago yeah. would have been better than Renee Rapp. Yep. Sorry, Gerald Morris. I know you're fucking in love with her, but she's she's not that good. Here's my biggest problem with the film, apart from the fact that it is almost an identical script, which, again, the, actually in some ways is the best thing about the film because but, I mean, like we the saying, script. The script works. Well, yeah, but we were saying what is the point of, uh, yeah. other than the fact that this is technically a movie of a musical of a film, not a remake of the film, whatever, fuck off, I don't care. Um, well, but we were saying- But well, how can you it, argue that when, you, is, when you, you bring could, back- I mean, if, if, if it's it's been- Almost twenty years. Yeah. Fine, 
maybe they're, they're, they're we were saying you know they're going to bring in mobile phones they're going to yeah. update it None of and that. they there's a couple of bits where they've got and the direction on this film is fucking god awful but yeah. um where they've got they they try to bring in texting and and tiktoks and whatever and it's so ham-fisted and clumsy i was like oh my god this is this is not a gen z or, or millennial director bringing what they know to the table yeah this feels like some nerdy millennial who doesn't use any of this stuff doing what they think is cool mm-hmm. to justify the fact that they're making this film because it was so fucking ham-fisted and badly done. Yeah, agreed. I mean, oh. for, I don't know. For me, how can you argue that this is a remake of the musical and not the film when you bring people back like Tim Meadows and Tina Fey in the exact same role? Like when, when you're doing that, but, it's but clearly then, linked to the film. And the thing that's fucking weird about it is he's got his cast on and making reference to the fact He's referring back to the first film. Yeah. But you've got characters by the same name. Yeah. Pick a fucking lane. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. For me, the absolute worst thing about the film is the plastics. The three, you know, Regina, oh my, Gretchen. Yeah, I was going to say. There is it, nothing there in them for me. They are not interesting. They are not good actors. They are not good they're singers. They're all terrible. Um, they're not very attractive. Nah. Sorry, Gerald, again. And like the Amanda Seyfried not. character, and- they have just flanderized the shit oh. out of her. She is just so over the top stupid in this film that it's mm. just it's just grating by the end of it. And they've, they've, they've both obviously been told to go and watch the original, which they probably hadn't seen because they're too young. Yeah. They've, they've been told to go and watch it and they're, they're, because they're not very good actresses, they're copying what they saw but doing it really badly. Yeah. And when you're copying... Actresses as talented as Lacey Chabot and, and Amanda Seyfried oh, and, yeah. and Rachel McAdams, and you're this untalented. Yeah. And I, I keep referring to this as a. I know this is not a Disney film, but it kind of feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. They are just fucking awful. Yeah. I, I much like you was not a fan of this film. Again, I don't think it's the worst thing we're going to see this year, but my biggest gripe with it is God, it's I, it's. It's not only pointless, it's it's worse than pointless because it's mediocre. So, yeah, I am a flat 5 out of 10 on this. I'm guessing that you're much lower than that. Oh, my God, yes. This is like a fucking <laughs> one and a half. No, look, look I'm going go, nah, to, to, to give props to- A half to Andrew Rice. I'm going to give a half to John Hamm. You're, you're just like her at the prom. You're, you're breaking the crown up and you're- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am, yes. So, we, we what's that? One and a half. Oh look! I'll throw in an extra. Hu- no, I fucking I can't go to a two. There's no way. This is- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, no, I'm a one. I can't go to a two. This is a one and a half. Wow. And I feel like I'm being generous. This was so bad. Wow. Fit. Okay. All right. And I feel bad for the for the the few people in it. Like, what the fuck was John Ham thinking? <laughs> yeah. I know, we we know why Tina Fey is there because Tina Fey. Yeah. And we're starting to get to the point now where I'm. My affection for her is waning because she is the same in everything. Yeah. Her the, her delivery, her everything, the line, the meaning of her lines might change, but her delivery in Only Murders is no different than her as a nerdy school teacher in this. Her, her inspiration, everything. 100% She's true. just Tina Fey now. So I'm, I'm kind of off the – I used to love her and I now just sort of have a mild memory of a fondness. <laughs> but John Hamm, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Yeah. All right. Oh, well. Wow. I mean, where should we go to next? Shall we shall we bring you up with anyone but you, which you you clearly liked the most this week, or shall we do some beekeeping? Oh, look, ha- we'll, we'll go to beekeeper. I'm, All right, 
I had fun with Beekeeper. I'm, I'm not going to hate it. Beekeeper on. is hands down to me both both the best and the worst film I'm going to see this year. It is so poorly written, and yet it is so oh, much fucking fun. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be on the side. I don't rate it as quite as highly as you. I feel like I'm going to get a, a little bit of that fast ten rhetoric from you on this. But but I had fun with it. It was. But I was so watching it, going, "This is the." Oh man, is it? Is it ever? I mean, just the concept alone, the fact that he is part of a secret segment of the CIA called Beekeepers and he is also a literal beekeeper (laughs) is just so fucking stupid. I mean, Kurt Wimmer's a bad fucking. (laughs) we, We somehow keep expecting something good to come from Kurt Wimmer because Equilibrium was good. He has not done a good thing since Equilibrium and that was like his first or second thing he wrote. (laughs) <laughs> Everything else has been, I mean, Suicide Squad. But he's reteaming with David Ayer, who, I mean, David Ayer's done some good stuff, but whenever when he's with Kurt Wimmer, it seems like he just gets drags down. <laughs> nah, this movie was fucking amazing. So Beekeeper is a 2024 <laughs> American action thriller film directed by, as you said, David Ayer and written by Kurt Wimmer. It stars Jason Statham, oh, Emmy Raver-Lapman, Josh Hutchison, Bobby Naderi, Minnie Driver, uh, and Jeremy Irons. And uh, the, I mean, the best way to describe this film is, as a character says in the film, he fucks with bees. <laughs> I could not stop laughing at that. What do you mean he's a beekeeper? I mean, he fucks with bees. <laughs> I, the, like, whole idea, the whole <laughs> idea that there is this- uh, it, and, uh, I like to mock the John Wick franchise just because people put it on a pedestal. Oh, this like, kicks the shit just, out of John Wick for average. me. This is so much the, better. The, 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 each successive Wick film kind of- attempts to build this wor- world and the world is increasingly fucking ridiculous. Yeah. From the first film where we we had police and it was a normal world to a, a world where there's seemingly no police and this weird subculture and fucking coins. Oh, it's, it's ludicrous. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the backstory that they've put in oh, for man. this secret organisation, oh. as you say, a, a literal beekeeper. Yeah. I, 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 I would love it if the, the, the uh, who was it? Wasn't Sophia Patella, was it? Who who did they trot out as the oh as the, new the, the other beekeeper? Oh, I don't even her. know. Yeah, but she the, the, oh my god, don't get her. She's great, and she lasts about three seconds. <laughs> yes. But she apparently was a beekeeper. I mean, did she keep bees as well? Is, That's or was that I mean, just is he the only one stayed, who, for some reason, is obsessed just with literal took, retired and took his job description literally <laughs> yeah. and just decided to go and actually keep bees? Oh, man. Yeah, and uh, honestly, the only thing this film needed was more bee analogies. I could not hear oh. the phrase protect the hive enough times. <laughs> like, just keep saying it. Sometimes you get one that's called, what is it? A, 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 queen, a slayer, queen slayer. Right? Yeah. It just kept getting better and better and better. And, like, for the oh. first 20 minutes of the film where supposedly you don't know that he's a CIA agent, although he's clearly, you know, like got skills and stuff. And he just keeps telling everyone, I'm a beekeeper. <laughs> it's just so much fucking fun. I loved this movie, man. <laughs> like, and, yeah. So, you know, I mean, basic premise, yeah. For all we know, he's just a guy that has hives and makes honey. Yeah. Um, and the only person who's ever taken care of him is Claire Huxtable, who then falls for the world's most obvious and pathetic pathetic yep. um, internet scam. Yep. I mean, it, it could have been someone calling up going, I'm the king of Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and loses charity money 
And the only recourse she has rather than call the police is to, is to kill go herself. In the other I, room I know. Blow her brains out. I just like <laughs> what? <laughs> it's completely it's- wild. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so poorly written, and yet at the same time, I will I will give the film credit here. You fucking hate those bad guys. Like those bad guys are bad. Josh like, Hutchison is having so much oh, he is fun. Eating, he's not just chewing the scenery. <laughs> he is swallowing it. He is just <laughs> ripping off whole pieces of drywall and ramming them in his mouth. Like yeah. he is, in fact, all, and he is not the biggest scenery chewer in this. Oh no! We'll get to the mercenaries later. Oh, the mercenaries are fantastic. <laughs> the, I, I, the moment where you know Statham has tied the guy to the car and he's about to drive him off the bridge, and the guy's like, "Please, I have NFTs." <laughs> made me laugh so fucking much like this movie is so poorly written and yet it does a lot of things right like I think from a narrative perspective it's not awful and you oh, do he, he, his rampage and total disregard for them i mean this guy is supposedly is the equivalent of like an ex-cia agent except yeah. he's from some mythical non-denominational yeah. bipartisan group of apiarists um but he, he, he's presumably a, a retired law enforcement person. Yeah, yeah. Who then happily slaughters innocent people from start to no, fucking but, finish. Okay, this is what I like about this movie is that usually in a movie <laughs> like this, deaths. usually in a movie like this, you would feel that way. Like like some of the henchmen, you're like, oh, come on, they can't be that bad. No one thinks of the henchmen. But this movie, I think, makes a really good point of showing that the henchmen are dicks as well. Like, when they're all, like, cheering him, scamming the- yeah, like- don't t- He didn't check for fucking cleaners and that when he blew up the building at the start. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But now we're getting back to the old philosophical debate. You know, what about the, the plumbers on the Death Star? <laughs> like- yeah, except that I'm not arguing that point. <laughs> But, I mean, it, the White House, mm. he just mows down Secret Service. Yeah. I mean, we know, and, and again, speaking of, Gemma Redgrave, what's she fucking doing in this? Anyway. Um, <laughs> is she the, the, is the she world's the, the least detective? believable Claire president? Oh, oh, the president, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the least believable president <laughs> who, I mean, every dollar that, that went towards Trump's campaign is questioned by half of the world. This woman's entirely funded by ripping off pensioners. Yeah. And apparently no one's <laughs> looked into where, where her funds come from. They said, like, oh, no, she's independently wealthy. But apparently we don't audit them or they don't do tax returns. They've just yeah. got this shell company <laughs> that is making hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. a, a week or a month. I forget what they say. They make millions of dollars a day from each of the satellite offices of this company. Yeah. And all they do is rip off people. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no cover. Yeah. That's just what they do. How that? And, and it's run by the president's son? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's such a bad movie, and yet it is such a good movie. Honestly, oh, there, is a very high, there is a very high chance that at the end of the year, this is going to be on both my worst of and best of lists. Oh, okay. Because it's so badly written, but it is so much fucking fun. And this movie, here's the other thing about it. It knows what it is. You know, you shat on me oh, a little bit for Fast, Fast and X. Furious. Yeah, no, you shat yeah, on me a little bit for that. And and even that, oh, yeah. I, I will still argue that that movie knows what it is. The only person who in it who doesn't 
is uh, Diesel. And that actually makes it even funnier to me because <laughs> he is taking it so seriously. But this movie knows that it is just- I had so a- much more fun with oh. this than I did with Fast 10. And I'll tell you what. Fast 10, Fast 10 irritated me because I don't think it's well- do- I don't think it's- I mean, the writing is obviously abysmal and, and the premise is ridiculous and all the rest of it. But I didn't feel like anyone except for Momoa yeah. is- Poking fun at it anymore. All the rest of the cast seem to have just drunk the Kool Aid. From from my, I know you don't feel the same, but yeah. To me, Tyrese, all the rest of those fuckers, they're all on board now. They all they've been in the in the compound for too long and they've joined the cult. <laughs> Momoa is the only one who was treating that film the way it should be treated. Yeah. So of course, Vin Diesel had to tear him to shreds on in the media, but. Um, this film, I don't think anyone's taken seriously. They all know what kind of film this is. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I hope that this becomes a franchise. I will watch twenty more of these films. <laughs> it is so much fun. Well, we're going to get it, that, that ridiculous ending where he just strides off into the ocean. Genius! <laughs> <laughs> He's going to walk the earth like Kane. <laughs> I gotta say, I actually think that a lot of the action scenes and the there's a lot more violence in he, this film than I thought there'd be. This is and he's unlike a, a lot of people his age that are still trying. Oh to yeah, action. he can still move. Statham can still fucking yeah. swing it about. He's he's kicking ass and making it believable. Yeah, and there's some yeah there's some pretty good fights and kills and whatnot. Yeah, his lengthy fight with that hilarious. South African Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he gets fucking- shot through the face and is still coming after him <laughs> like the fucking Terminator. <laughs> oh, and all the time with the, with this ludicrously heavy South African accent, which oh. just made it so much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, beekeeper. <laughs> I killed a beekeeper once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honestly, I am a nine out of ten. When, when, when they're sitting, they're sitting in the fucking Oval Office or whatever with the president in the fucking. I don't know. It wasn't the White House. It was like her summer retreat. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, yeah. But the fucking man, the, the president's mansion, Secret Service, fucking everywhere, and they're like, "No, get rid of them. We've, we've got, we've got something better." And they, and this guy comes out, and he's funny enough. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. He's dressed like one of the cast of losers, <laughs> yeah. and talking like he's the bee's knees. And oh, yeah, it's a, a, <laughs> nice, a nice pun there. I see you what know you what you do there. when you see a beekeeper, you run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then his 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 team arrive. Yeah, and I'm expecting something impressive, and they look like a fucking circus troupe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's every cliche of, of character. You. Yeah. Oh my god, it was hysterical. Because up until he came in, it was over the top action, but it was semi grounded. As oh, soon no as you get out way. to that, well, and, and it's, like it's he's going in and blowing up buildings and shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but no, everyone in it. Yeah, yeah. Is, they, they might be yuppie wankers. They might be, you know, a bit over the top. But, but they're, they're kind of normal humans. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you get out to that party <laughs> and the, the mercenaries coming, I was like, oh, my God, these are like characters from Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I am a 9 out of 10 on this film. I, of course you I, are. I, I fucking loved it. I loved it. Where are you? I can look. I can't. Like I had a lot of fun with it. But it's a piece of shit. I um, <laughs> oh, look. I'll, um, 
I'm a six and a half purely for the fun that factor. That is the harshest shit I have ever heard. <laughs> that is so much harsher I'm, than what I'm you did to me. Sure it's about, I'm pretty sure it's about double what I go fast 10. So I feel like it's, it's just. No, look, it's a terrible film. But it's a lot of fun. I'm not given the room nine out of ten, but I'll watch it fifty times because it's fun. All right. Well, let's get over to our last film of the week then, which is Anyone But You, a 2023 American romantic comedy film directed by Will Gluck, who co-wrote the screenplay with Ilana Wolpert, based on Much Ado About Nothing by William Shakespeare. It stars Sidney Sweeney's Knockers, Glenn Powell's Junk, <laughs> Alexandra Ship, Gata, Hadley Robinson, Michelle Hurd, Dermot Mulroney, Darren Barnett, Brian Brown, and Rachel Griffiths. And uh, again, I don't know if I'm going to bother asking you what it's about because it's well, it's it's a <laughs> semi-Shakespearean retread, um, yeah, done in a rather nifty fashion. I thought. Okay, I like the, I like the little clever interstitials with the the quotes and the lines and things, giving us chapter names and things. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Um, well, I I thought it was okay. <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't love it. I think the beekeeper is a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> but it had Sydney Sweeney in it, so I saw it. <laughs> here's my here's, okay. Here's my biggest problem with this film. I know that I talk a big game about Sydney Sweeney, and I do think she's very attractive. However, that woman has zero charisma. <laughs> she is just a blank. Oh, look, she's slate. so Anna Kendrick, but she's fun to watch. I don't think she is. To me, it's like okay, you know how like <clears throat> Aubrey Plaza has made a career off being the dull girl, but she does it in an extremely funny and it's charming way. It's very unfair way. to compare anyone to Aubrey Plaza because they're going to come off. The thing years. about Sydney Sweeney is that she is so incredibly dull. <laughs> Her voice is so <laughs> flat. Honestly, if it if it weren't for how outrageously good looking she is, I don't think she would have a career. And I, I feel bad saying that. I know you're not supposed to say these things these I days. I, I sound like a- Wayne from The Countdown, but like <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be truthful. I just think I that think she's, she's a terrible a, I actress. I think she's a passable. I think she's a passable actress. I think she's okay. capable He's, enough to have it yeah. as a job. Uh, yes, I agree. Awards. Here's, no, well, here's my thing with her. I actually think that she's very good, but ironically, no matter how attractive she is, she is not a romantic lead. That's my that's my biggest thing. I just don't she think is she when has your any charm. Is that bogan stick insect that was supposed to be her rival? She was all right. <laughs> Oh, could they have made a more rocker, mate? <laughs> well, could, she, could, she could, is could Australian. Could we get to the, the big elephant in the room, which is how borderline fucking racist this film is against <laughs> everyone from our home country, Cobber? Well, could we have had more? F- the, the, not only every fucking cliched line that no one in Australia has said since Barry McKenzie in 1973. Yeah, yeah. But they made up shit that aren't even fucking colloquialisms. Well, I, I find it really interesting and I'm wondering because um, Will Gluck, who wrote and directed the film, uh, probably most famous for Easy A, I guess, before this. Um, mm. But you may or may not him, know. I get him confused um, on paper, at least, with Paul Feig. Is it yeah, Fink, okay. Feig? I, yeah, I can I can I, see I, that. I, Paul Feig did Bridesmaids. Model. So Will Gluck did Easy A. Um, I believe he's British, but he also made a little film called Peter Rabbit, which was made here in Australia. 
uh, which I, so I should know better. I worked on, but so I think he, film. I think he spent a good six months to a year here in Australia working on the film because that was a collaboration. Just enough to know how to parody us, but not enough to get it. Yeah, so <laughs> it was it was interesting <laughs> to see the choices. You, you've got the likes of Rachel Griffiths and Brian, but Rachel Griffiths playing an American. Yeah. I know. And then you've got an American that, playing the, Brian Brown's wife. That's what I found bizarre. Yeah, I found that really <laughs> strange. You're going to bring in, you know, one of Australia's <laughs> most famous actresses and make her American for no reason, even though the film is set in Australia. Fucking bizarre yeah. choice. I Brian must say Brown, that inspired who- choice to have her who's most famously known for uh, Muriel's wedding and Dermot Mulroney, of course, from My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> Playing uh, in this I film about a wedding, that, but that inspired is nice. casting. Like that. Yeah, love it. <laughs> um, my namesake. Yep, doing some good work. Yeah, he was. Go- he's the best thing about the film. I think that he he works for me. Um, I just yeah, I, I think this movie's fine. I don't think it's bad. I just I I wouldn't go raving about it. Let me ask you this. Obviously, it's a comedy. Did you laugh? Oh, several times. I, I would say this is an above-average romantic comedy. Yeah, okay. I, I, I laughed a I lot the at the scene side. where- uh, I wanted them to get together. Yeah, and okay. And I laughed a lot. Yeah, okay. I didn't laugh at any of the fucking Australian, the bits that were meant to be funny. Oh, uh, th- you know, come on. Himbo, himbo fucking idiot. Yeah, no, he, he, was, he was good. He was funny. He was not good. He was cringeworthy and painful every moment he was on screen. <laughs> I get the reason for him being there, but I think he was it was- it was too much. I think to the majority of the, an American audience, it's not going to be as over the top as it seems to us. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I have to sort of go, okay, I'm looking at this with a different set of eyes. But I found him painful yeah, at right. best. But I, I, I enjoyed everyone. The spider scene out in the bush. I was going to say that was easily that was easily the best scene. That was absolutely hilarious. myself at yeah. so many levels, like. All the stuff they were doing, the bit with the spider itself, which was hilarious. Yeah, the rest of the, the group the, looking at the koala. <laughs> the attempt to, to like t- t- trying to teach one another how to like realistically grab each other's asses. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And and <laughs> somehow he goes to sticking his finger up at us. She's like, "Do it to yourself." So I stick my finger up my own ass. It's like, is is that what you're doing? But then the realization that no one is watching them; they're all just looking at this koala. Yeah. Oh, I was. Fucking hysterics. I, I agree. I, I think there were so there funny. were some very funny scenes. There <clears> were. Um, like all rom coms, I think it can be picked apart a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I liked it. I was I was okay with it. I mean, anything with Sydney Sweeney, I'm gonna watch at least twice. Yeah. So oh, I, I mean both of them. They're, they're like an Aryan yeah. Hitler yeah. would have had him on posters. I think I said that to you in a message. <laughs> If he watched this movie, he'd be like, yes, I want them on the poster. That is what we all are striving for. <laughs> I love that character you've created there of Hitler as a film producer. I want to see more of this. Yes, he's there with, there with Lenny Reef and style going, guys. And then after the film, we put them out the back and we make them bleed. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I, I enjoyed this far more. I was literally, I think I'm... My, um, I can't remember if I messaged you. I, I saw it just on a whim. I was out yeah. at the shops doing something and just went, eh, fuck it. I'll, I'll look at her Norks for you know, <laughs> yeah. 90 minutes and wasn't expecting much because you'd, you'd message me saying, oh, look, I'm biased for a couple of reasons, but Noose thought it was a piece of shit. And yeah. Let's yeah. Said, so she, you, she so. hated it. She did not like it at all. Um, whereas I liked it. I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm about a six on it. 
Um, I think it's above average. I don't think it's brilliant, though. It sounds like you're higher than that, though. I think I'm about a seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Could even be seven and a half. I'm going to, I, I do, I'm going to watch it again when it hits streaming. Um, but I, 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 I thought it was an above average rom com. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All the way through. And if it didn't have the cringy Australiana shit with Brian Brown and fucking not Travis Fimmel, but the guy that looked like him, <laughs> yeah. um, then I'd, I'd probably be a bit higher. I, I, I thought it was, I, it's better than my best friend's wedding. Yeah, see, that's a tough one because nostalgia <clears throat> tints that so much for me. I, I, there's a lot of movies like that where I rewatched. Well, see, them I liked all the main characters in this, and I wanted them to succeed. Whereas Julia Roberts in my best friend, yeah, she's a, actually a pretty awful person. And I, I, I want her not to succeed and yeah. be happy. Yeah, which kind of is is a problem for that film. Yeah, true. <clears throat> All right. Well, there you go. So, of the three films we discussed this week, it sounds like two of them are at the very least soft recommends from both of us. Uh, yeah, for sure. And just steer the fuck clear of Mean Girls the Musical. Oh, like it's ball cancer. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do we have any idea what we're getting to next week, mate? Are we at Madam Web yet? I'm really fucking nah, for we're that. We could, still we, not. could we do a Sydney oh, Sweeney two weeks in a row? No, you know, you know what we got? We got Argyle. Yes! Do we really? We do. We have no, no. Argyle is uh, this the this Thursday? Uh, Either way, I I know I'm booked in to see it next Monday. So yes, we got Argyle next, and then uh, I guess I think Madam Webb is not until the fourteenth. So I think we've got something else in between those, but we'll figure it out. Fair enough. Yep. All right. Argyle. So 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 happy. Oh, me too. I'm keen. Uh, And in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedthing.com or wewatchedthing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and X or under the handle at wewatchedthing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that over at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedthing, and we will catch you next week. And don't fucking watch me and (laughs) go.